0: Hello, my name is Yan Babuana, and my topic and objective for today is Articles of Confederation. Uh, My class period is Social Science, 5th grade, 5th period in Advanced Learning Academy, and the date is currently the day that I wrote it was October 23rd. So I have been doing research throughout the days and submitting assignments for my research. So, my essential question for today is why was this a bold experiment? So my first question is, what were the legacies of the American Revolution, and how did the Americans attempt to put an idea of the revolution into practice after achieving independence? From my understanding, America inspired people from all over the globe to start an uprising against their tyrannical governments or monarchies in order to live a better life. Uh, very famous one, uh, the French Revolution is a very famous one, and you know, it kind of sucks how they helped out the Americans fighting for for freedom against monarchies. And then their own people did it to them like a couple years after, you know. It's kind of it's kinda of stuff scuffed, man. So now so now bringing me to the question, how did Americans attempt to put in ideas of the revolution into practice after achieving independence? America's America first didn't want to give the central government too much power because they were afraid it will happen again with a higher power given too much power as seen with the monarchies and the church. So much of the states got a lot got a lot of power and the main government didn't have as much as um so the Congress. So that's one of the main reasons why the the Articles of Confederation was a bust because the individual states got more power than the whole national government. So basically the little countries inside the United States of America. Not really, but you see like you probably you know what I mean. So my second question what principles were shared by the new state new states constitutions there are many but one popped out to me the most religious freedom in past events in european history they had wars over religions so as a new nation they are breaking that kind of mindset and allowing anyone to believe in what they believe in and here i have a quote happily the government of the united states which gives to bigotry and no sanction to persecution So persecution, no assistance requires only that we, that who live under its protection should conduct themselves as good citizens and giving it all on occasions and their effectual support. That is George Washington's quote. And uh, I'm going to do a couple more quotes because many of the strongest leaders in the United States believed in religious freedom. So... Religion and government will both exist in greater purity, the less they are mixed together. The less that they are mixed together, we are teaching the world the great truth that governments do better without kings and nobles than with them. The merit will be doubled by the other lesson that religion flourishes in greater purity without uh, without the aid of the government. James Madison. I hate polemical divinity. My religion is founded on the love of God and my neighbor on the hope of pardon for my offenses upon contrition upon the duty as well as the necessity of suffering with patience the inevitable evils of life and the duty of doing no wrong but all good all the good I can to the creation of which I am but infinite small very smart part of the world John Adams. Now, my last quote for today will be, Here is my creed. I believe in one, one God, creator of the universe, that he governs it by his providence. The He ought to be worshipped. The most acceptable service we can render to him is doing good to his children. That the soul of man is immortal and will be treated with justice in another life, respecting its conduct in this this these i take to be the fundamental pr- principles of all sound religion and i regard them as you do in which sect i meet with them i shall only add respecting myself that have being experienced the goodness of of the being by being he means god in conducting me prosperously prosperously through a long life i have no doubt of its continuance in the next though without the smallest conceit of meriting such goodness benjamin franklin that brings me to my next question how did the states associate with each each other under the Cardinals of confederation and what were the main strengths and weaknesses of the government under the articles so the states they would do trade with each other and if they had disputes, then the weaker Congress would come in and settle them. During the time the articles, during that time, the Articles of Confederation, the only basically three things that they could do was um call like declare wars, sign peace treaties, and um, what's it called? They were uh, allowed to settle disputes. So the so, what, string, what were the main strings? Yeah, I just said it right now. So, number four. How did the Articles of Confederation impl- implement the ideals of the Declaration of Independence? So, my opinion, it was a right idea, but a horrible way of putting it into use. The states had way too much power that it seemed like they were putting their own, that they were their own 13 countries, and there was too little power for the Congress, therefore not making a working national government. In order to make a working national government the national government needs more power than the individual states. Why? Because the states are part of the national government. Each state has a representative in the Congress. If the states have more power than the Congress, they are their own Congress, and therefore leading to separation and then later war. What were the main achievements of Congress under the Articles of Confederation? My opinion, yet again, the greatest achievements was also the downfall. Due to the rebellion of Daniel Shea due to taxes, he had this rebellion due to taxes. When the rebellion happened in 1786, during the Articles of Confederation, they had no national army to help, so it had to be put down by state militia. So the people started realizing that they needed more power, and the artic- artificial, the Articles of Confederation were no longer in use. And for my last problem, my last question: What problems arose during this period? International trade arose because of British still having. Uh, it's a bad cup of tea every morning and not wanting to accept that America wanted to be its own country. Rebellions it had rebellions had to be put down by militias and not national armies as today um, peaceful protests and riots as well have been put down by police and Nas- the National Guard. For my summary, the Articles of the Confederation had the right idea but the wrong way of conducting that idea, therefore leading for ending up in a fail. But way too much power for the states and there was not enough for the national government. In the end they changed their ways, found out how it was weak and tweaked it and that's what we that's how we have the national government and the current United States government today. Uh thank you for everyone. Um so, you know, just go follow my TikTok, Carrie me Jinx. I post Call of Duty content every day. And um Thank you, Mrs. Younger, for giving me a chance to speak my mind on a very, very historical subject, because if you know me in real life, you know that I like history, so, yeah. But other than that, um, I'm going to call it a quits. That's all I had to write, and see you guys tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Probably in another four months. <laughs> um, No, but I'll see you guys another day. Peace.